going shopping, shopping. Simply the balls with bells of holly. A wonderful Christmas la, time. La, 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 la. <laughs> Welcome to hell. <laughs> <laughs> this is a girl talk XFOH <laughs> mashups. You guys remember them? Y'all remember? Uh, look back through the years at mashups. Um, no, but this is FOH. It's a service industry podcast. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And we're here in a jolly mood. I'm sitting directly next to Lillian's Christmas tree. It's true. Don't touch it. Kidding. You can touch it. <laughs> Don't, Don't touch, touch it. it. Naughty, um, naughty. It's the holiday season. Kelly and I both um, do not feel peak us right now. We're both hungover. Yeah. We had our essentially an office Christmas party. <laughs> yeah. Which is just like our friends. Yeah. And 15 bottles of wine. It was a lot. I remember saying as the night started, I said, I want to get super drunk, but I don't want to be hungover. And it's like, that's kind that of... equation was off. That I didn't do my math right, because uh-uh. folks, it didn't happen for me. One thing happened in that scenario. I did you get got super drunk. drunk. Yeah. yeah. You got drunk. So that worked out, but the formula somewhere down the line didn't mm-hmm. add up. So mm-hmm. anyways, I... X and Y. The... Yeah, the axis. Anyways, uh, so my brain. <laughs> I told Lillian to apply for a job at five thirty-eight today, and she said, "Yeah, I'll do. I'll do work for the other side. I'll go in as a mole." I said, "Who's the other side?" She said, "The alphabet." <laughs> five thirty-eight is all about numbers, and I will be working for the alphabet and finding out everything I can about numbers. What the fuck? <laughs> Finding out everything I can. You're like, okay. Here's what I learned. Here's what I learned, guys. Nate Silver loves numbers. Everyone's like, we know that. You're like, I can't talk about this on the phone. We have to meet in person. (laughs) Private Slack. I meet you in person. You're like, oh my God, these numbers. Thing is, they always add up, Kelly. (laughs) They always add up. Anyway, so that is all to say that I am so fucking dumb today. I've already thrown up. Um, I've eaten some egg rolls. And we're going to see what happens. We're going to let it rock. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are. We're going to let it rock. Um, service stories. Yeah. Who wants to go first? You have two, right? So we can nah, alternate. Yeah. Okay, yeah, go ahead. You tell one, I tell oh, one. Oh, cute. Okay, then I have a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You start. Okay. <laughs> Oh, you want me to start? Yeah, because I only have one. So I was saying we could alternate. Okay. okay. Well, shut up. See, I told you. I I don't know how to do eeny meeny anymore, you know? Mm, Classic eeny meeny. So I, Friday night, they said right off the bat, 530, we have a 12 top. I was like, whoever did that is an idiot. But sure, that sounds terrible to me, but fine. Sun's not even set. Um... I'm not kidding you because I know exactly what time this happened. 5.29, they start banging on the door. I was like, relax. Please, sir, relax. relax. Essentially, what's what the, for the time frame, it's basically my 10 a.m. I'm going to need you to keep it down, okay? Like, totally. Chill. 
Anyways, that's why we're all so grouchy. So y'all don't understand you're coming into our morning. Like, we're waking up. It's 5 p.m., but I had just got out of bed. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they come in. Immediately, I'm like, my fucking stomach drops because not only are they British, they're also wearing tuxedos and really kind of made my blood run cold, you know? Absolutely. That's not something anyone should have to see, mm-hmm. let alone me, you know? <laughs> A tuxedo in Brooklyn. Ugh. Ugh. Please. Please. Get out. Go to Manhattan. What are you doing here? So anyways, they... Um, oh, and also I should say, this is the day after the, the UK election, election that has just happened. So they sit down and I jokingly to like one of my coworkers, I was like, I bet they're fucking here celebrating Brexit. And they were like, what are you talking about? And I was like, forget it. And then um, immediately they're just the worst. Like, of course. Yeah. Of course. But in a way that's like, I just, I just want to say that I don't think that we uh, rip on British people quite enough. Yeah. Do you I know agree what with I that. mean? I agree. Like, not only you and I personally, but just like culturally as a nation, I don't think that we really go after it with them. You know, there's a, it's such a small population. Yeah, it seems like it seems like not a fair fight, and therefore I think we don't really you know do it because it's like it's so easy, but we should because you know we love to make fun of Italians, but they mm-hmm. really are beautiful people. You know what I so mean? So are they? Yeah, they got good food. The British have neither of those things. They're both ugly and culturally deficient. What are we doing here? Hideous people. Yeah. If you if the best cultural phenomena you've produced in the last 50 years is Adele, <laughs> you're in trouble. And she fixed her whole damn face. So You're in trouble. Anyways, so they're also just like they're they're speaking over each other in a way that is just, they're like, all of them are ordering different things. They're like, they have a fixed menu, but they're just like, oh, can we, I don't, I, oh, no, wait, 12, always, wait, no. And just like screaming and waving us down, just like fucking terrible across the fucking board. On top of that, they're doing so much cocaine that they did not eat their meal. Mm-hmm, like yeah. fully five courses of food that's just like in the fucking garbage while they're all screaming at us and like obviously agitated and like freaking out constantly. I will say the people at the table who were women were American. Ladies, I'm looking at you. You're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. It's disgusting. I'm ashamed of you and you're not my sister anymore. No, you can get uncut dick other places. Yes. That's what you're looking for. Oh my God. So much better than British yeah. uncut dick. Get the hell out of, that get out of my restaurant. Nasty disgusting their little weasel faces no No. how could i could i wouldn't be able to eat either sitting across from that (laughs) i'm sitting across from harry potter (laughs) you know my stomach's turned (laughs) i lost my appetite oh no frankly i'm not hungry for a bacon sandwich (laughs) No, I'm not. No kidney pie tonight. No. Anyways, they were fucking hideous. And then just the 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 thing that happened was that they they toasted literally to Tories. They're like Tories. They're like twenty seven counties or whatever the fuck. I don't even know anything. Yeah, about. I don't know. But they toasted to all the fucking numbers, and I was like, this is like. 
Uh, Once again, Lillian against numbers. (laughs) They're not right. (laughs) And they're not fair. And I will be taking them down. I did feel so bad for our our compatriots across the pond because I remember the day after the election here and just feeling so... I almost went to mass. I get that. It was I mean, low. It was low. I took a bunch of pills. Yeah. So my own private mass. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Massive coronary. I had to go to the hospital. It was really fucked up. <laughs> and there's no health care because you know who won? Donald J. Trump. That was the day after the election where I was crying in a bar and this guy was like, you in finance? And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> You're like, yeah. Yeah, I'm in finance. You're like, the stocks. Oh, the stocks. Just crying. So weird. I was like, get away from me. I'm having a jalapeno margarita at noon right now. Please, sir. Anyways. (laughs) Wow. Anyways, so they toasted a Brexit and I was fucking right. They were awful and I hated them. They tried to get something comped and we were like, no, get out. So anyways. They were bad. They were bad. What's your service story? Um, <clears throat> so I think I've said on this podcast before that I, I crave a handshake. Have I talked about I, my... I've never heard you say <laughs> that. That's Okay, go ahead. Um, so I get really jealous when I, like my male coworkers, I feel like often when their tables are leaving, they get a handshake. I know I've <laughs> talked about this before. And I get very, very jealous because I want that... It's such a, there's so many things that I get jealous about men that they have these like these rituals and these societies that are so private and I get very jealous of that. Like the skull and bones or whatever. Just like surfing. <laughs> like you can only, as a woman, you can only ever be like a pale imitation of, sure. a, of that. Yeah. You know, like you're never going to be, a, you're not going to just be able to be a surfer. Right. You have to be like. A chick surfer who's, like, hot. Right. And And then you have to decide, like, what role you're going to play. Right. Because you can't just be yourself. Right. Sad. Yeah. It all blows. The handshake is that for me, too. Yeah. Um, Also, being able to put your hand, like, flat on your chest is that for me, too. I would love that. You got to go up higher. I put my hand on my heart all the time. I know, but then it's your hand on your heart. Right. It's different. I want to be able to do a peck. (laughs) I want to put, I want to feel my own nipple protruding into my palm. (laughs) Anyway, man, you know how you'd be putting your hand on your nipple and have it protruding into your palm. Kelly just wants that. (laughs) There are just certain things I'm jealous of. Okay. And the handshake is that when I see my male coworkers, like a table, get up to leave and they, they give a handshake. I get very, very jealous. And, and it, I sometimes will go to shake people's hands. People don't like it when a woman goes to shake their hand unprompted, unbidden. And so anyway, I was having a, a table that we were having a great time, just yucking it up. And um, it was like an older gentleman and uh, his date. Hell yeah. And, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> And uh, and I was like, I'm just going to bring these guys tomorrow because, like, they're being funny. And yeah. they had spent a lot of money and stuff. And uh, and I brought him tomorrow. And he was like, oh, my God. He's like, I love you. I really do. I love you. 
And I said, thank you. And then when he left, he gave me a big hug. Aww. And I said, I will never get the handshake. Aww. But I, I did appreciate the hug. Yeah. I mean, you're so warm. It's like, that's what it is. Yeah. You know, a handshake would feel like a step back. Ugh, but I wanna... you, you ever want to get handshakes, you just do stand-up comedy. I give handshakes left and right. It's handshake culture. Not worth it. No, it's not. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> the payout is not worth it. Everyone, I'm saying this out loud. In 2020, we're going to be shaking Kelly's hand. If you see her out in public, put out a strong... Yeah, give me a paw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say, put her there, Sullivan. Every time you see her out. I'm going to be like a dog. Like when you make the... You know, like yeah. that's a dog trick. Like I'm like... <laughs> And everyone gives me like a little Hershey's kiss or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want that for you. Thank you. Well, the higher we get in biz- in the business world, we'll be <laughs> shaking so many hands. Yeah, the higher we get in the business world. Once my alphabet fucking... We're starting at less than zero. <laughs> but sure. <laughs> Not the Robert Downey Jr. You don't Jr. know the movie. secret projects I've been working on, Kelly. <laughs> It's just like my own feces <laughs> smeared on the wall. Oh, Lillian. <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> um, what else? Oh, I have a couple. See, okay. I just, before we started recording, I was like, let's just go. This is going to be. This is the year end extravaganza. We're not doing another episode until the year's over. So this is going to tide you over through yeah. the holidays. You know, you can. This is going to be like, you know how with the Irishman, people like broke it down into like four yeah. parts. Like this is, we're also going to release in the show notes. Yeah. Like, this is cut one right now. Yeah. Like, okay. Like if you need a break at like 1750, <laughs> like that's a good time to like get some water. Yeah. Have an eggnog. <clears throat> have an og. Have an og or two. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> couple quick anecdotes that I think are funny. One. I had to work 47 million hours because someone no called, no showed for two days in a row. I don't know the circumstances, so I don't want to jump to conclusions. I will say that it fucking sucked for me. We both had this weekend, like, insane scheduling mishaps. It was very bad. Like, on the fly, managers being like, do this extremely weird and off-putting thing. Yeah, and then I'm like, why did I get so fucked up last night when I had just, like, worked three days, like, without stopping, like, sunrise to fucking deepest night, and then I just, like, got hammered, of course. Yeah. And then I died. Anyways, on the very last leg of that enormous workload, I was working brunch, God help me, that we refused to do for good reason. I was really tired. And these like two like hip girls come in, which is like, no, not to be a misogynist, but like really the last fucking thing I want to see when I'm tired. I don't want to see fucking middle parts coming at me live. You guys can imagine how difficult our partnership is to maintain as a extremely hip young woman. (laughs) You know what I mean? Different kind of hip, like fashion hip. No, I'm obviously kidding. Yeah, like rich girl. It's really just rich girl is really what it is. But anyways, she comes in with a fucking, and I know they're really expensive because the place next to my work has a really expensive flower shop. And they were from there, like an armload of really expensive, like a bouquet or whatever. And she was like, hey, sits down the bar. She's like, do you have anywhere you can stash these for me? And I was like, (laughs) 
no, babe, I don't have a place in the behind the bar in this restaurant <laughs> that I can put an armload of f- fresh flowers. What the fuck are you talking about? And she was so offended. I mean, I didn't say that, obviously. I was like, <laughs> I was like, and then and she you was pissed off. She was it was so weird. weird. No, I was just like, I just, I think I just said, uh, no, not really, because I was like, no, w- w- simply where would I put them? I'm, I'm making Bloody Marys right now. Where am I gonna fucking arrange your flowers? I think people have. I don't know where this because I've had this before too, where people will be like, "Can you put this in the walk-in?" And I'm like, no, I can't. I'm not putting your flowers. Here's what I would have done. Run my errands differently, bitch. Are you fucking stupid? <laughs> Try this on for size. Real takedown. Yeah. Maybe get your pancakes first, babe. I'm serious, though. Fucking think clearly. Yeah. You know, map out your day. Yeah. Anyways, I was telling like a mom. I'm like. Anyways, it just, it was so, just like request. And then she was like so offended. I was like, it's not, again, not my responsibility. I'm sorry. If you're here, if you're at a restaurant for like an event and you're like, hey, we're having fresh flowers. Would, do you, can I put this in like a water glass or like, like something like that's different. Yeah. Not just like handing off your, fu- I'm not your goddamn maid of honor. Don't give me that fucking pile of flowers. Mm. Anyways, I really have been trying to take things less personally, but obviously it's not going well. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know how they're like all those online <clears throat> psychologists are like, everyone's behavior is like not a reflection of you. Like, don't take it personally. It's just their own like internalized, whatever. Yeah. I try to think about that. But then I think just the sheer amount of idiots we deal with. I'm just like, that's, I don't have the capacity to think like that. Yeah, I'm, I have the other extreme where I don't take anything personally to the point of, like, a detriment to my relationships. <laughs> where people will be like, I'm mad at me. And I'll be like, they'll be like, I'm mad at you for something you said that was mean. And I'll be like, that's really about you. Yeah, that's <laughs> not great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can't take responsibility for that. So sorry. That's a really interesting twisting <laughs> of something healthy, Kelly. <laughs> yeah. It is interesting. Thank you for the compliment. I think you should be more like me, which is two steps away from a heart attack at any given moment. <clears throat> Guys, last night Lillian came over into my room and like walked out and was like, we have to get you on some meds in 2020. <laughs> I'm starting a new campaign. It's meds for Kelly 2020. <laughs> Please, somebody mail us some fucking medication. So um, Kelly doesn't have to live like the way she lives anymore. It's okay. I won't get into detail. I don't want to publicly embarrass my good friend, Kelly, but folks, we're in trouble here. It's worse than I thought. Okay. Oh boy. <clears throat> Anyways, we That's... love, we love you and support you, Kelly. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> so all of our listeners right now are live and this is an intervention via podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, phoned them all we're here for you oh my god anyways um also someone asked me for a vodka bloody mary (laughs) you got it (laughs) i was like whoa uh new twist on an old fave sure i'll do that for you specialty oh Oh, man poor sweet souls just want their brunch it's tough for everybody truly i know 
I know it's hard, guys. I just had a flashback to working a brunch very hungover. This was like years oh. ago and I was like working at Roberta's and um couldn't remember the name of like a vodka and grapefruit juice. Like uh-huh. couldn't say think yeah. of Greyhound. <laughs> and literally like bringing it over and being like <laughs> This is a vodka grape juice. <laughs> and the people were like, okay. Cool, thanks. <laughs> Somebody asked me if the maple syrup came on the side of the pancakes, and I go, it does normally come with the maple syrup already on the pancakes, but if you'd like to be the master of your syrup, I can put it on the side for you. And my boss was right there, and she was like, what the fuck? I was like, I don't know, man. I'm sorry. It's, I'm so tired. Master of syrup is would be a cool. Yeah, I oh, man, a lo- yes, it's true. Okay, what? Just thinking about also some stupid like just this woman. I literally had to pass off a table to another server this weekend because <laughs> a woman was like, "Do you have Saint Germain?" And I was like, "Seamus, I can't. I can't talk to them." <laughs> he was like, "Okay, I'll go get their order." Because <laughs> I asked for Saint Germain. <laughs> It's like I will not be that, speaking with those women. That's so funny. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Sometimes you just know. Yeah. You can't do it. Yeah. Oh my god. The lives we lead. Anyways, um yeah, it's almost the holidays, huh? Yeah, sure is. Can't believe it. I'm zero festive spirit this year. Same. I can't get it up. I cannot. I usually it takes some, you know, the older I get, the more angry I am. It's harder to get into the festive spirit. And I usually can do it, though. This year, nothing. Usually I love the holidays. Yeah. This year's been tough. It's been a toughie. For me, for everyone, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it sucked. I can't wait for this year to be over. Fuck. I feel good about 2020. I think some big shit's going to happen. I right. Mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm seeing an election. I don't know. Uh, we got Bernie in the White House. We got Bernie in the White House. We got Kelly on Adderall. <laughs> everything's changing. <laughs> everything's getting, everything's coming up. <laughs> My therapist keeps saying to me, we live in a capitalist society over and over and over again in my fucking, and I'm like, yeah, I know it's bad. And I get so angry every time he says it. And I'm just like, why are you telling me this? It makes me so angry. Huh. Why do you think he's saying that? Is to his me? last name Smith? Huh? <laughs> Adam Smith. Yeah, I got it. Hand of whatever. Hand of the market. Yeah. The Adam's hand of the market. I was reading about Adam Smith actually for our topic today. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I just remember that from uh, I think kind of an overhead projector slide from sure. college. Yeah. There was a chart. Yes. And I said I was angry and I said, I don't want to know about this. <laughs> <laughs> Little did you know that man would become your therapist. <laughs> And then I would have a podcast where it all comes together. <laughs> anyway, yes, we have we vaguely have a topic. We said we're gonna talk about this thing, and then we're also just gonna talk about whatever we let want. It rock. The decade, Christmas, New Year's. But first this little this ditty. Little, <laughs> as I texted Lillian and I said, I have a topic so good you're gonna shit your pants. <laughs> And then I said, we got to talk about Pete Buttigieg fixing the prices of bread in Canada. Now I was like, oh my God, Kelly. I freaked out. Ripped off your shirt like the Hulk. 
<laughs> Shot a gun into the air. All the classic hits that I do when I'm freaking out about something. Slapped a stranger. Oh, my God. Anyways, yes. So our much hated friend. <laughs> a much Pete. hated friend and compatriot. Mayor fellow, Pete. Fellow American. I don't know if we've... We, we both publicly, but I don't think on this podcast, very early on, we're not with for Mayor Pete. No. My God. Like a... When did he... Like a year ago, it was like he was... Not even. I was like... Immediately, I was like, I smell a rat. Oh my God. No. We've been on the money for fucking everything. Not to By be... By the way. BT dubs. We By were like, way. Marianne is so crazy. And then the fucking next week, everyone was talking about Marianne. I was uh, like... Yeah. Yeah, you listen to a little podcast called FOH? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Andrew Yang. I cannot get enough of how dumb he is. Um, but yes, Mayor Pete, first and foremost, we're both, it's a no from us. Immediately. Immediately. I was like, what? A lot of people I know were like, I, yes, queen. And I was like, mm, you know you can be gay and be evil, right? Like that's- For sure. Like that Peter Thiel. Hmm. So, yes. Thiel. Thiel. Thiel? I don't know, actually. Don't I've, know. Only seen it. I've only seen it written and not... Actually, now that I'm saying it out loud, Theo. sounds weird. Sounds weird. <laughs> I didn't even do that on purpose. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It sounds weird. They're mind-controlling us. <laughs> These evil gay billionaires are mind-controlling us. <laughs> yeah, he sucks so fucking much. He's not to... He's a little fucking bitch weasel, and I hate him. And CIA operative yeah spook yeah i love the word spook i'm glad that that's kind of recirculating yeah it's kind of fun yeah um it is always a bummer when it does recirculate to to when you realize just how many people were involved with the cia in the past yes um literally everyone it's like (laughs) how did anything get accomplished i actually do not know seems like it wouldn't be to their advantage to have too many people but what do i know about how it works the, no, I know. I mean, I, I look, we could argue, me and the CIA could argue about this all day. <laughs> I don't think they're going, I don't, you know, they need to Edgar Hoover. We'll go toe to toe. Get me in a room with him right okay. now. Anyways. Um, so probably most of you have read this by now, but after intense pressure from leftist activists, Pete Buttigieg released his client list at McKinsey, which is, um, I don't even really, what do you call that? It's like a firm that does stuff. Yes, that's how I would describe it. <laughs> it's like, but it doesn't like create anything. It's just like. It's that classic. It's like. It's a think tank? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a shark tank, actually. <laughs> it's actually shark tank. <laughs> it's where they shoot shark tank. Very prestigious place. A lot of people. Ivy leaguers. Yeah. No, it's one of those places. It's so weird. I read this thing about how. Um, like Ivy League, they all get pushed into this like sector of work. Cause like, yeah, P. Bujig is like a fucking Rhodes Scholar. Like you yeah. could do anything you wanted. Yeah. And you get pushed into this weird like m- middle management in this way that's like so bizarre, like consulting firm. Consulting. For- consulting. Right. That's the what it is. The big C word. That's what it is. It's um so... They do, obviously, everyone read that uh, New York Times ProPublica piece where McKinsey was like, (laughs) it's also so funny to me that this is like, these people are being paid like literally millions of dollars worth of just, they're like, um, here's how you could like save money, like do illegal shit. Like I could tell you that. You give me 50 bucks, I could tell you that. Yeah. 
Like they that was like ICE was like, how do we save money jailing like migrants? And they're like, what? Don't feed them. Yeah, that worth millions of dollars. Apparently. Anyway, um, so he released his client list at McKinsey, and he was like, see, it was all like really neutral clients. Like it was all that I. You know, I wasn't involved with Big Pharma, and I wasn't involved with ICE, and I wasn't involved with all these people. And then some Canadian reporters were like, okay. They're like, wait a minute, no. <laughs> they're like, uh, wait a tick. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Something about this isn't ringing right. Exactly. Uh-huh. And it was like one of his clients was like Loblaw, which is this like huge Canadian I can't believe that's where y'all chain. grocery shop. We have some Canadian listeners, by the way. Yeah. And they were like, that was one of his clients. And they were like, oh, that's in the midst of they were indicted for a 15 year long <gasps> price fixing scheme that incorporated like all of the grocery stores in Canada. It's such a Canadian crime, too. They they raised the the bread price like they ten inflated. cents yeah. every like fifteen months or something, and so it was like. But in the end of it, bread prices had increased ninety five percent. So it literally went from like that bread was one dollar now it's two dollars. Yeah, this that hey, hey that's hey. a big jump. Hey, I'm not a numbers person, but <laughs> as we said, not a numbers guy. To me, that's a lot. That's a big jump. That's a big jump. And and then famously, the solution, because it was so widespread, it was literally every Canadian person had been affected by it. It's right. not like right. Johnson and Johnson where it's like, okay, like did you put put this baby on your powder cervix? in your ovaries? <laughs> yeah. Like and then it's like you're entitled to financial compensation. That it was literally everyone. It yeah. was all the bread. Right. So they just gave every Canadian person a twenty five dollar gift certificate to Loblaws. <laughs> Don Draper come up with that one? <laughs> Don Draper was like, we all remember <laughs> sitting in the Loblaws parking lot. <laughs> yeah, Loblaws is so bad. I really love that people's... Um, tenacity for the tr- like for for needing this information forcing him to release it and then him being like no i wasn't involved in the bread scandal it's like <laughs> he's like sweating bullets now again it's like this is like the genius firm this is like pete Buttigieg. he was like um okay how do you make more money he's like what if you just um lied about how much bread costs and made people pay more money for it right and right then, they're, like, like, they're like okay <laughs> they're like smart it's so fucking lame <laughs> he like talks about it in his book i like read an excerpt but i was like i imagine having this man be a leader where he's like um interestingly enough i did a lot of simulations with grocery stores i was like kill yourself i mean it i mean it <laughs> i mean it and take out chastin too while you're down fucking there murder suey leave goodbye on the stage of hamilton preferably I feel like I cannot imagine. I cannot. It's so weird to me that anyone wants him to be president. He's, he's such a little weasel. He's legit creepy. Like he's creepy. I'm not just saying that because he's gay. Okay. 
<laughs> no, everyone that turns that back, oh, well, that's your homophobia. I'm like, he's objectively a fucking dweeb. Like he a sucks. little asshole. Yes. He's like <laughs> bad. That is like, this is some real, as we always say on this, like we need bullies. Yes. I, oh man, I'll, I'll, if I can find it, I'll send it to you or put it with this post for this episode. I found this thread on Twitter of someone who went to school with him from like, like elementary school to high school. Mm. It's really crazy. I mean, the bullies succeeded in making him stay in the closet for a long time, but not in like, how did that shame not build up into like being like, I'm worthless. So I shouldn't run for president. Like, it's like the out of control ego that you have to have to like, overcome that kind overcome of overcome that kind of like it's actually more, insane like it's, it's actually <laughs> that you yeah. came up on top of that one <laughs> like that that didn't like make you just like break down or like become an artist or something right like he he was in the closet till he was like 55 okay he's like and then like a like a upper middle class white man going to fucking i like Oh, to Afghanistan? I like, mean, that is that's totally like, bonkers. That's what's the grossest. Like, someone was like, recently was like, I have a crush on this guy. I was like, you know he is a white guy who willingly went to fucking kill people? Like, that's not who a good person. Who has a crush on who? I'll tell you about it later. Okay. Anyways. Nobody has crushes around here. Look, I want to know the name and the number of someone who has a crush. No, you can't fucking... A veteran? A veteran of like that kind of person is yeah. what I'm saying. Not like I mean, someone who's like needed fucking college. I'll, I'll hear a case for Adam Driver. God damn it, Kelly. I will. From you of all people. <laughs> I didn't expect it. Why? You didn't, didn't expect that I would find Adam Driver hot? No, I didn't expect you to fucking, you know, excuse away his war crimes. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I see how it is. <laughs> okay. I see how it, I'm going to tell that Bernie campaign, this is going in your file. You're not getting that job anymore. <laughs> Folks, I applied to a job in the Bernie campaign. Haven't heard back yet, but I will keep you in the loop. Possibly reallocating to Washington, D.C. Tell them what you put in your cover letter. I referenced the movie Election. <laughs> Starring Reese Witherspoon. I said, most of what I know about electoral politics, I learned from the Reese Witherspoon tour de force election, 1999. Did you put it in all caps? I put like, election in quotes, and then I said 1999 in parentheses. Director in another parentheses. <laughs> Crazy that they haven't gotten back to you. <laughs> weird. It's honestly weird. I'll check, I'll check in on it. I also said, <clears throat> yeah, I don't think I'm getting that job. <laughs> It's so funny because you're not a comedian, but you literally do things for bits in a way that ruins your life like a comedian does. <laughs> it's very, that's why I think we get along. So I relate heavily to that, but it is very funny to see in someone who's not actively pursuing a stupid career in comedy. <laughs> it's true. It's just an intense form of self-sabotage. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Um <clears throat> Wouldn't that be funny, though, if I did get the job? <laughs> yes, it would be very funny. You get laid a lot, probably. I don't think so. Okay. In D.C.? Oh, God, you have to move to D.C.? Yeah. No. Oh, God. No, everyone's so... T- think the Brits are bad. <laughs> oh, I can hang out with your dad. That's true. That wouldn't be fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> 
that wouldn't be fucked up. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, um, yeah, but they also went through the the like the years that Pete was working there, and I guess it wasn't exactly when they were doing the price like yeah it it, it doesn't like it doesn't really match up but it is funny that he's been forced to talk about it and then also we get to know all the dumb shit that he's done so also that um it's just crazy to me that such a huge i'm i can't imagine finding that out about i mean i can very easily imagine that happening in the u.s it probably is but it's very crazy that it was like uncovered in canada that they were like for the past like 20 years brace like bread prices have been right that's a crazy thing to again they are just lulled into complacency with great health care they're not looking at bread prices you know mm. what i mean that's how they get you that's mm. how they get you all that free meds you're so happy you're not looking at the grocery store receipt interesting you know right so something to think about all you guys who want medicare for all <laughs> yeah <laughs> Very good point. Thank you, Lillian. Why doesn't Pete should hire you? Speaking of, wow. Well, talking about jobs, you know, Pete should hire you. That's a really good arc for me, where I go in trying to kind of like flip stuff, but then end up being like really good at working for an evil person. You definitely would be. <laughs> I mean, the intricate revenge fantasies that I've come up with on my own, not even you know fueled by money and power. Yeah, forget about it. You have it. like um. You have a, a focus that I think could be could be weaponized, yes. I, I'm telling you, I just need to get back on fucking Ritalin and I could take over something and I just need it to happen. Yeah, I mean, you could fix prices for, you know, I don't know, what, natural wine? I don't fucking know. <laughs> you see that thing about the tariffs? We should talk about that sometime. Oh, no. Yeah, I think they're going to be mucking around with the wine tariffs. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Anyways. We'll be drinking big Napa Valley wines. <laughs> Big oaky. Big oaky wines. Uh, that is going to be interesting if we can't import yeah. wine anymore. I don't think that's going to happen. Remember the whole thing about the cheese that everybody freaked out about? Yeah, and everyone's constantly talking about avocados. <laughs> every every year there's something, oh, your avocado supply, it's not going to work. Christmas trees went up this year. That Christmas trees thing. are always expensive. No, this year, more. Even more. I saw a little chart. Uh-oh. A little graph. I love a graph. Yeah, I was like, why am I looking at a Christmas tree price graph right now? I need to go outside. <laughs> That's what Pete was looking at, That's, you know, all those years. So I'm training. I'm getting the right training in. <laughs> yeah. You put that in your cover letter. <laughs> here, here are a couple graphs I've looked at recently. <laughs> Attached. I skimmed this article about wine tariffs and then looked at a graph. <laughs> I look forward to hearing from you shortly. <laughs> Put that in the footnotes of your cover letter. Kind of like, these are the attached <laughs> figures. Uh, um, let's talk about, you know, what are... Um, I was looking at, like, food. This week, we don't actually talk about this, but, um, like, food trends of this day. De- I keep thinking that it's 20 years are over, but it's a decade. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like we're going into 2020. 2020. And I'm like, wow, it's been a really long 20 years. I'm like, no, that's yeah. not how we mark time. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, this is really momentous. It's like actually not really. 10 years is still. I know. I get all freaked out about it, you know? Mm-hmm. But this decade, uh, I was reading a bunch of pieces that were basically like 
this was such a monumental decade for food, which I think is true. <laughs> Kelly just raised her eyebrows at me. I think it's true. No, just like I think mostly just social media, social media course, and yeah. delivery apps and stuff yeah. like that. Like food related apps were really big. Yes, for sure. For and sure. the fact that <clears throat> sounds crazy. I mean, maybe it sounds even crazier if you don't live in like a big city, but that restaurants and dishes are now being made specifically for Instagram. Yes, I agree. Which and is we've like, talked about that. Yeah, we've talked about that. But like building things so that it's Instagrammable, making dishes, plating, even like the use of bowls has increased because it's easier to photograph like the totality of the dish. Mm-hmm. Just like shit like that is just like something. Yeah. You, it's like it's very crazy. Yeah. And that's like completely new thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of, it's disgusting to me, but whatever. It's interesting just to tie it back to Pete, like I, it's interesting to think of like all these like trends that we do think of as almost like existing. We think of trends as like existing outside of our control that like something organically like blossoms up, but it's like not, that's not the case. That's true. You know? Yeah. There's a little sniveling weasel behind every single one of them. Pete Buttigieg behind every single one. And I wonder too, like, The price fixing thing is really interesting to me because I'm like, it's not like you wouldn't notice the price of bread. So like, was there, did there have to be, like, did they have to run fake stories about like different grain prices? Because that was something, I don't know if you saw this, maybe like two weeks ago, they were talking about all the flooding in the Midwest. It was like a really bad season. Yes. Yep. And they're like, there's going to be potentially food shortages, potentially prices going up. Like, did they have to make some of that stuff up in Canada? Like, how did they explain, like, a, a loaf of bread going up so much in price? But it wasn't that much, right? It was so small. It was small but, increments. Yeah, but it still doubled over over the course of 15 years. 15 years? Everyone who had that first slice is dead by then. They don't remember. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> that is so true, folks. Lillian does think a year is 20 years. <laughs> Like decade, oh my god! Dog years, I'm already dead and buried. <laughs> In dog years, I'm dead. <laughs> oh my god, Lillian's like a decade. Like I can't believe since the end of the Elizabethan monarchy. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, no, it's it's always scary to examine who actually controls things. Obviously, yes, and yes. what. And and what's even scarier, which is, in my mind, what makes things like the Kennedy assassination so compelling, is that who often controls things, well, mm, that's not really true, but who sometimes the person who is doing these monumental things is such a little piece of shit. It's like not even important. Do you know what I mean? Right. Well, yeah, that it's so much of it's, our lives is dictated by sniveling little yeah. nerds. It's like, I mean, a lot of the time it's like a huge structural, big structural bailey, mm. if you will. It's, it's that damn dog. <laughs> <laughs> but but a lot of times it is that and it's like fucking CIA bullshit all that stuff is real but also sometimes it's a little fucking drone bitch who's in a dumbass cubicle being like oh no everyone's fucked and it's like thanks dude you know I don't know yeah well I mean I think just what you were saying before about like the Ivy League's really like it is like literally four years where they're taught that like morality has like no no basis no standing right like you totally strip people of like any conscience Mm -hmm. and then you say you're the most important people in the world right 
and you get to make all the choices for us. And then we live with the consequences of that. We're paying, you know, fucking 45 bucks for a loaf of bread. No. We're, all our food is in <laughs> bowls. You know, where's a goddamn plate? Forget about brioche bun. <laughs> you know? A price of gold. <laughs> <laughs> to a fever. No wonder everyone's gluten free now. We can't afford it. We can't afford it. We can't afford it. We got to go to this coconut flour kind of stuff. I got to climb up the tree, knock down the coconut. Oh, man. Back to basics, I say. Raise those bread prices, you know? (laughs) That's back to basics for you? (laughs) Back to basics. Sorry. Back to my eating disorder is what I meant to say. That's that's basics. Lillian's like. Lillian in the hospital at 70 pounds. Like, the bread prices were being raised. Bread was super expensive. (laughs) And me one tear. You're Charlton Heston in that scene, I just imagine, for some reason. Yes, I am. That level of acting is what I expect at my deathbed. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Speaking of, I'm going to be punching the wall. (laughs) Huh? Have you seen it yet? No. Yeah. You gotta. It's not good. Yeah. I'll watch it later. I figured. Yeah. yeah punch the Adam Driver punch. Adam Driver punch. A lot of great memes online. We love those. Yeah. <laughs> I felt really bad last night at our little party. My friend Ryan was texting me and he was like, here's a video. He goes, here's a video of Angel Mommy doing whatever. And I was like, you think I haven't already seen this video of Angel Mommy? I was like so annoyed. I was like. How dare you text me anything from Twitter? I have already seen it. Yeah, for some reason, we were ripping him a new one. I looked back at our text. I was like, I'm so... He sent me another screenshot. I was like, yeah, I literally just talked about this. I know it. I've already seen this. (laughs) He's like, okay, well, tell everyone to say hi. I was like, (laughs) "Uh okay, babe. Sorry, I have a full-time job. (laughs) He's like in school and has a nine to five. I'm like, you're such a stupid little bitch. Of course, I've seen Angel Mommy. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Oh, man. Anyways, I need to, like, not... I actually... That is a symptom of my illness. I don't need to be on Twitter that much. Yeah. Where I'm angry that someone's showing me something that's the dumbest shit in the world. Right. You know? You know? 2020, maybe off Twitter a little bit more. That's a good... Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. On Riddle and off Twitter. <laughs> I don't think that combo would happen. <laughs> I think that with that... That's mine. I'm going to get one of those nice big arrows that they like so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you working New Year's Eve? I'm closing. Right. Fuck. Closing bartender. It's uh, up in the air as to whether or not I'm working New Year's Eve, but probably mm. not. If not, if you know where I work, come through. If you don't, it's probably because I don't want to see you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's stressful to have people you know on New Year's Eve, I think. Eh, I'm going to be yacked out of my mind. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, I hope. I'll be, I'll be chilling. Um, well, Yeah. Or whatever. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. Take my jaw off, set it down on the bar, make a couple margaritas. <laughs> uh, yeah, God. I haven't had New Year's off in, like, I don't know how long. A uh, little plug. You can buy fentanyl test strips before you do any drugs on New Year's. Maybe. Yeah, please see. get those. Make sure you're not gonna fuck kill yourself. Where can you get those? Um, You can just, like, get them from either like clinics or um you can just get them online yeah just google fentanyl just google trip. it yeah just google it yeah that's smart i get so freaked out about that stuff it's really scary to me yeah that's a plug 
<clears throat> that's a plug for not dying from Kelly. <laughs> that's a plug from no, the FOH team. That's good advice. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, I'm thinking if I have any advice. I don't. New Year's advice? New Year's advice. No, I don't know. Just keep it simple. Keep it simple. Don't go out if you don't have to. Yeah. It's stupid. Um, do you have any uh, resolutions or thoughts about this year or about the decade, Kelly? Wow, big ask. Big ask. And you can pick one or you can pick none. Resolutions. Oh, I I wanted to... <clears throat> I want to try to kind of, in the morning, get out of bed at an, a relatively reasonable hour and then read for 30 minutes and write for 20 minutes and try to do that a couple days a week at least. Yeah. Um, so that because of Twitter, like so often I'm just in bed till like literally 1230 just scrolling on Twitter. Yep. It's a, yes. It's bad. Same. Yeah, yeah. It's bad. That's a good goal. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like kind of, I feel like if I tie it all together, maybe it'll be easier for sure. Yeah. That's good. Reflecting on the decade. Um, not a good one. I think that, uh, we can, we can safely say that. Yeah. Things are objectively worse than they were. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's some good fashion, though. Yeah. People got pretty hot. People got way hotter. Yeah, which is sure. really stressful to me. But People got way hotter. I still haven't... Like, so much of when people were doing decade in review and everyone was then saying, like, oh, everyone just learned their angles. I still don't know my angles. You know, Maybe no, that's a resolution. There you go. That's a you tack that on. Tack that on. Spend twenty minutes, kind of. Yeah, you have to spend a lot of time. It's like not. There's no good way to find your angles. Well, maybe we'll get another uh, photography shoot, and we'll have a professional tell us. Mm. What? <laughs> get negged again. You didn't get negged. I just get my picture taken a lot. So. <laughs> what about you? Any resolutions? <laughs> No, I haven't really thought about it because I'm so anxious about, like, a bunch of stuff in my life right now. So there's a lot I want to, like, do a basic overhaul. <clears throat> mm. But I think I I think I need to uh, take some creative steps next year. Yeah. And focus on that because I haven't – because I don't – I haven't done stand-up in a while. I either need to, like, really um, – look at why i think i know why and i think i'm fine with it but i also need to fill that void in totally. a way and figure out a way that like feels good for me to fill that void because i did this was my well funnily enough this is my decade of stand-up i did it from 2009 to now yeah so that's kind of crazy for me personally and i'm not really enjoying it that much anymore and i've seen how the sausage is made and it's a gross sausage, so right. thinking about moving into cold cuts, just to kind of extend that metaphor. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some just like nice salami. Yes. In 2020. I love that for you. Charcuterie. <laughs> yeah. A little charcuterie yeah, board. Yeah, I'm kind of going to, yeah, I'm going to do that. So that'll be nice, but also be hot. I don't know. I need to do that too, so. Of course. I mean, that's a, it's a perennial it's, goal. Yeah. You got to renew your promise to yourself every year. You know? Yeah. Maybe this is my revenge body year question. Yeah. Mark? I want to take revenge on myself by getting Having hot. an eating disorder. <laughs> Having an eating disorder. I just need to take three steps more to, towards that, but not all the way. 
Gonna edge. I'm edging. Oh, okay. Really hot. <laughs> in and of itself. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. Yeah. Merry damn Christmas, you know? Hey, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Yeah. Watched Home Alone 2 recently. Rings true. Um, <laughs> I know. As Kelly knows, because for some fucking reason, you get a notification when I watch something on YouTube. <laughs> no, it was because it got purchased on the podcast YouTube account. <laughs> And I got an email. I don't understand how that works. Like I'm at work and it says, thank you for your purchase <laughs> of Home Alone 2. I was like, what the fuck? Okay, so wait a second. If it's on, but I just like Googled it. Like it's on. I th- but I think that you must be logged into the podcast <laughs> on YouTube. But it's not charging you, right? No, no, no. Okay. It's not. It's just like. It's so weird that that would happen. It's so embarrassing. It's just like, I think it's like a Google login thing. Got you know, it, like it's it. just making sure. It's like the two-factor authentication. Yeah, yeah. This episode is a real fan service episode. I hope. <laughs> I hope. That it's. I hope you guys feel that it's completing a service. I'm technically brain dead, so I won't remember this anyways. So, um. <laughs> Yeah, well, um, I guess, you know, we wish you and yours a happy holidays. This is a song from 30 Rock. Oh. Me and yours. I can't remember it. Yeah, sounds weird. (laughs) No, it's actually very normal (laughs) when it's sung by professionals. Right, right, right. Yeah, well, yeah, I hope you have a not stressful, if you're working, hang in there, baby, take your vitamins. If you're working, hang in there. If you're not, kick back. I've been watching 30 Rock. I've been watching The Crown. I've been having a great time. The Crown is incredible television. It makes you hate the British people even more than you already do. So It's incredible. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah. Anyways. Um, uh, Merry Christmas to Pete Wells. Oh, wait. I think he's Jewish. Happy Hanukkah. L'chaim. L'chaim. Um And... Have a great New Year's. And a big old mazel to all our fans. A big mazel. Y'all mean so much to us. Uh, Truly, you are our gift. That's true. The gift that keeps on giving. We love you so much, and we appreciate all of your listens and your DMs and your face-to-face encounters. Yes. And have a very happy New Year. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.